What's going on? Welcome to the Creative Dan Pod. So today I have a good friend of mine. Um, is being in the music space, probably one of the best guitarists that I know personally. Um, and we've um, I, I met I met you in college. We did a lot. I don't even know how we got to where we are now, but we've done a lot in different spaces, music, camps, church. You know, now we're working together on the business side of things. So um, you've been in the real estate side of things as well, as well as management. So today, without any further ado, this is my good friend, Isaiah, Mr. Iguru Brand Grissom. like it, man. <laughs> like that introduction. Man. That was dope. That was dope. Yeah, bro. How you doing, man? I'm good. 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 A little tired, but ready, ready to get this going. This, is, this has been a long time coming. I'm excited for you. Yes, sir. What you got going on? Thank you, bro. Excited about... That transition, yes, sir. like you like you're talking about, obviously from the creative side to mm-hmm. moving into the the background, yeah, where, where where all the magic happens <laughs> and is created. So. Yes, yes, yeah, ready to get this going, man. Let's get Let's it. On. Talk, yeah, man. Um, like looking back, I think I met you in one twenty. I won't say twenty. 2012, 2013, something like that. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. I think I was I was a senior mm. at ASU. ASU, yeah. And you was, yeah. were you a junior? I, don't know. I think, it, yeah, it was my junior year. Yeah. Yeah. And then crazy to see just how everything has changed, evolved since then. That was 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, And we've done some stuff in the camp space and the youth space it's it's weird we've actually done more stuff yeah outside of music yeah <laughs> yeah this is true that's wild yeah. yeah i don't i don't remember did i ever play i don't we may have played together yeah. maybe once yeah. or twice yeah i i can't i can't think of it and i was a i was a drummer always on guitar crazy smashing it always smash Always, bro. That's funny. Always. It's actually weird now when I hear people say like, oh, he's a good guitarist. Yeah. Because not that I don't play, because I'm always playing still, mm-hmm. but I feel like so much of my focus is in so many different areas. Gotcha. That even sometimes when I pick up the guitar to play, like, I mean, I do it on a weekly basis, obviously, right. um, but sometimes I feel like, oh, mm. <laughs> Like I don't play it nowhere near as much as I used to. Right, right, and that that's true because I I went through the same transition, obviously, yeah. as in the creative, just different creative spaces that I've been in as mm-hmm. a musician as well. Yeah, I haven't touched the drums in like four years. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. How can you? Yeah. Like how? Yeah. Yeah, and then from there teaching dance, and now it's been I think it's been like two. Two years since I've really done anything in the dance world. It's funny you mention that. There's this there's this um, musician, uh, one of my favorites. His name is Pat Metheny, and he was doing a podcast with Rick Beato. Mm-hmm. Rick Beato is a legendary producer, musician on YouTube, and Rick Beato's asking him how he specifically plays one of his songs, mm-hmm. and he's like, <laughs> "I've played this song so many times, like." I don't even know how I play it. Yeah. So he's like, yeah. give, give me the guitar and I can show you how, <laughs> right, I how play. to play it. But he's basically saying, I don't have 
time to dissect how I play and what I do. Like, That's true. It just you get to a point. Um, not saying that I'm at Pat Metheny's level or mm-hmm. anything like that. One day I will be. I yeah. promise you that. <laughs> but um, yeah, you just get to a point where you continue to grow and you continue to create and you continue to do things and Definitely. evolve. And you have to learn how to manage your time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah. We're already there. So yeah. that is one of the things that you do is um, helping people out to understand what their time, you know, having their time back, basically. Yes. Yes. So um, you've we've talked a little bit about what you do in the creative space. Mm-hmm. Um, now let's kind of dive into that management of time management, mm-hmm. you know, because even for me in my own, my own life, going from... Uh, music to dance to now video photography and what I do with brand and stuff like that. Um, just understanding the fact that you're not going to do every single thing at every level that you want to yeah. all at the time. Yeah. You know, so I'll do manage that like just time. Well, I, I think the first thing is getting therapy and learn how to be patient. Mm. <laughs> True. Learn Learning. And I'm not saying. Once again, this is a big disclaimer. I'm, I don't want to profess that I am at the point that I want to be at anything that I'm saying. Right. But first, for me, it was a big barrier of learning to be patient and think long-term. Mm-hmm. Um, setting the long-term goal for each different area that you have a vision for. Gotcha. And then working backwards. So if I have a goal to be this level of musician or this level of businessman or this level of entrepreneur, creative, I have to work backwards Mm. from that and then pace myself. Mm. And then once you develop that plan, uh, you get a little less antsy if you know what you're working towards. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that works also in the business space, like as far as... um your business plan, yes. right? That's some of the things that you do with people yes. that are like trying to create a business, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's it's more or less me sitting down with the creative entrepreneur, small business owner, business owners as well, mm-hmm. big business, um, doesn't matter the level, and kind of dissecting what it is that they're trying to achieve and developing a plan for them to get to that next level or to maneuver around the obstacle that they're currently in front of. Gotcha. Um, for a lot of creatives, and <laughs> especially independent contractors and musicians and so forth and so on, the big barrier for them is starting an LLC. Mm. And, I mean, <laughs> you you know, yeah. I mean, we, you, we can say, oh, it's so simple. All you have to do is do X, Y, and Z. Right. But that is... A wealth of studying, a wealth of information, knowledge, mm-hmm. um, financial acumen, a lot of barriers that you've had to push through mm-hmm. to get to that level of saying, "Oh, it's easy to start an LLC." Right. What? 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 Why do you think people are hesitant? Education. Mm-hmm. Education. Um, I th- I think a big a big part of it. Uh, especially in the United States, mm-hmm. is financial education. Um, if you go to a real CPA once or twice yeah. and you're really reporting your income, <laughs> right. um, I think you'll understand how much money you're losing True. by not forming 
a limited liability company and so forth and so on, um, just for starters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of where my heart is for for people at the first stage of it. It's like you don't know how much you're shooting yourself in the foot by right. not. <laughs> right. From a tax perspective. From a tax perspective, from a business perspective, from an influence perspective, mm-hmm. um, we're not as unseen as we might think that we are. That's true. <laughs> but like in this digital world where everything we do has a receipt, you know what I mean? Once you post it up, you might not, I mean, even posting your stories up, you yes. might not see it after 24 hours, but it's there. It's in the cloud. <laughs> it's there. It's in the cloud. It's yeah. documented. Um, and the movers and shakers of the world, they always have their eyes out for what's up and coming, what's mm. new, what's next. Um, and for independent contractors, entrepreneurs, and creatives, you're either going to be brought into a form system mm-hmm. unknowingly right. for the most part, right. or you're going to get to the point where you form a system and then you're able to partner with other existing systems. So if you if you're in the position of the first, I mm-hmm. don't care how talented you are, talented you are, I don't care how much knowledge you think you may have, I don't I don't care how fast you can do a drum roll or how many licks you can play on the guitar or mm-hmm. how nice your paintings are or how nice you can pop and lock. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You're going to get taken advantage of mm-hmm. um, if you don't do the work. It's true. If you don't do that work. True. Um, do you think people take advantage of people like knowingly or just as, oh, they don't know, so I'm just going to. Well, it's, it's no entity's job mm-hmm. to sh- show you. Right. Like it's nice of entities if they have resources and that training, mm-hmm. you know, aspect to steward and bring others along and right. grow them that is ideal mm-hmm. that's a perfect world scenario um and there's a lot of entities that do have that set up right and that's very kind of them right <laughs> that's but, true this plays into the little thing um uh, what's what's it called Lil jack and yeah big time entertainment big time entertainment <laughs> yeah that little bit yeah yeah it plays into that because no one has to Right. No one has to drag drag you along or hold your hand. Um, so, either either you're going to take that responsibility, or you're going to sweep things under the rug. Mm-hmm. And it may go good for you. You may get a you may get a tour with Beyonce here or there. Yeah, you know, you may get a <laughs> you may get a call from this person or that person from time to time and have a little bit of a resume and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't care how good your resume is. That that's still <laughs> a good a good resume doesn't equal a good financial statement. True. Ooh, that's a bar, bro. That is a bar. That's a that bar. is a bar. <laughs> yes. A good resume does not equal a good financial that's statement. Because there's a lot of people out there with good resumes, but are struggling. Yes. Because they didn't set up the the right structure. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's say let's say we have someone that is starting new, right? Creating a business. Yeah. Um, what do you think their first step to be should be, and how should they go to the next thing? When you say starting a business, um, 
I'm assuming that they already have a business plan. Right. So if you're starting a bit, starting a business, I would say foundation is most important. And once again, I'm not coming from the perspective of like this business, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm not on Shark Tank or anything like that. I'm literally an advocate for independence, independent contractors, small businesses, creatives, yeah. and I'm I'm building slowly. Mm-hmm. This is my story. Yeah. Um but what the first thing I would kind of encourage them to do is to grow an affinity and what I mean by affinity is grow a love for taking it slow and building your foundation correctly that's true you know like thinking about it now with the business plan bit I didn't have a business plan and I I wish I wish I had a pod like this that told me that (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean this is 2016 I didn't even have a camera bro but to interject on that (laughs) Because you're taking it slow and right. because you're doing it correctly, you found a niche. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? For sure. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. No, no, it's all good. Um, but yeah, like I had no idea what a business plan meant. Mm-hmm. I was just, and that's, I, th- I feel like that's a lot of creatives is like they have this talent, this God-given gift that they've been given. Sure. And a lot of them focus on that and they build that. Eventually... They say, oh, maybe I can make money with this. So now we do the first thing. We make a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. And then that's how it just spirals. Keep making money, keep making money. Yeah. But not building anything sustainable. Yes. Right. And I feel like that's that's where a lot of people get, you know, stuck. Mm-hmm. It's that. But business plan after that. Yes. Because a business plan is going to force you to dissect every little part of what you feel like your vision is or your plan is. Mm. And once you start taking away and adding and putting things together, it's going to help you see better what God has put within you. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Um, And there's, there's actual resources. There's websites that you can, there's tools, vehicles that you can use apps to help you with business plans Mm -hmm. and, you know, things of that nature and kind of walk you along the path. Of course, it's not free, Yeah, but (laughs) Um, it's tax deductible. Yeah, <laughs> if you have an actual business, right, right. <laughs> um, yes. So after that, business plan. After business plan, I would say start creating a a centralized access point for the community. Something that you have you have sole control over. Mm. Whether it's a website, whether it's brick and mortar. You know, set up some infrastructure to where people can access your product, mm-hmm. access you, um, and get a glimpse of what your brand represents. Gotcha. Let's stay there for a little bit. Yeah. Um, accessibility. You know, there's mm-hmm. some people like Kendrick Lamar mm-hmm. or Beyonce that when they're coming up with a song or when, when they're doing anything, you don't really hear from them. Yeah. For a while until that album drops. And then all of a sudden, everyone sees it. Right. Um, Versus, you know, the people that are growing on Instagram, on social media slowly, where they have to be accessible. Mm -hmm. You know, is there like, is there a right or wrong? Oh, or Or is there? Yeah. Um, I think. 
social media has made things a lot better, but also a lot more difficult. Mm. And and you have to be studious and be able to dissect and understand that. Kendrick Lamar and Beyonce, mm -hmm. those are, well, Big Beyonce <laughs> is a, her brand started basically when she came out of the womb. So exactly. that's, that's a, it started with her parents, right. her father. And so that's at least a 50-year brand. Right. Right. And a lot of new people try to compare that. And you, you know, yeah. just starting your, you know, brand or trying to start your brand mm -hmm. and your company, you're looking at the Taylor Swifts of the world, the Beyonce's of the world, the Kendrick Lamar's of the world, the Jay-Z's of the world. And you're you're trying to mirror that. Right. <laughs> it it's it's That's, almost laughable. Yeah. Is laughable in the sense of you thinking that that is the goal for you, when even even the even the Beyonces of the world they you you know Chloe Bailey and um, mm -hmm. they're they're not looking for other fifty year brands right or the movers and shakers of the world they're they're not looking for even even ourselves with our small businesses and what mm -hmm. we're creating you have an eye for right. <laughs> someone that is dedicated and someone that is going to get to a certain point regardless if you if you help them or not. True. <laughs> you have an eye for that already. That's true. You know what I mean? And this is before the million dollar uh profit business, you know, a year and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I think we get lost a lot of times with looking Mm. Outwardly, mm. yeah, yeah, and looking outwardly, that's, I think that's so. a big issue. I think the digital space and social media has added onto that for sure. Oh yeah, you know, because now it's you see everyone's highlight and you think that's their everyday life. You think that's normal life? Yeah, and it's not. <laughs> like before this pod, I was just feeding my daughter. You exactly. know what I mean? And people would think, oh, you're probably just waking up straight into editing. No, yeah. it's not. Right now, with two daughters, it's actually harder to, to find time to edit, you know? So yeah. I have to find time regardless. But you have to do it. Yeah. So It's a, it's a part of it. Yeah. Um, also that, I mean, I just came. Mm -hmm. I'm a business owner. Mm -hmm. I have a full-time job. Right. I have a part-time job. Right. I have family. I just came from my part-time job. Yeah. <laughs> to do a podcast. Do a po yeah. Like it's also that idea of nine to five, mm -hmm. <laughs> 40 hours a week. Right. Um, and we're not saying, I'm not saying, oh, get on your grind and, you know, 40 to 60 hours a week at <laughs> least. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not doing all that. <laughs> I'm coming after that, whole, that idea, that, that barrier that, I had in my mind for a long time gotcha. of it's time for me to rest or I get mm -hmm. to rest. Mm -hmm. Well, not necessarily if mm -hmm. you're not accomplishing yeah. <laughs> what, what, you, need to what you need to accomplish. Mm -hmm. You can quiet that voice in your mind, but you know what you're supposed to accomplish and yeah. what you're not supposed to accomplish. It's always still there. 
It's like, always there. I, I find it hard for me to sit down and not do anything, you know, <laughs> because that voice is constantly there. Even if I'm sitting down, you know, I feel like lately, and my wife brought this up the other day, like I'm just consuming a lot, you know, when it comes to like podcasts and yeah. watching videos and, you know, just learning a lot of things. And so it's hard for me to like just sit down and not do anything. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're kind of in tune with what's going on inside of you and mm-hmm. your gifting and your your vision, your calling, it's it's going to be very difficult yeah. to yeah to just shut it off so, yeah. at a certain time. Yeah, um, but there are times you have to, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but which yeah. is another skill set. Yeah, and you have to learn that right after you start going too hard. <laughs> <laughs> and I and. I'm in the early stages of trying to figure that out. I gotcha. have no clue yeah. what I'm doing with the whole rest aspect of my life. For sure. Um, I need to figure it out before I yeah, start man. the family. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you will. You will. Um, so we've talked about building you know, a business plan mm-hmm. um, and then building a centralized place where people can find you. What would you say the third step should be? Um, getting over being shy. Mm. And consistently showing face. Yeah. <laughs> it's never fun putting oh, the sign up. It's never fun <laughs> saying, hey, I do this. Bro. But it's necessary, man. Bro. I know we both fight with that. Yes. <sighs> Even sitting here right now, it's, it's a push for me because I am an introvert at heart. Yeah. But the thing I do enjoy having conversations with people, you know. Yeah. But I I'm almost like an what would I call it? Like a extroverted introvert. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, like I'm fine being by myself, sitting down, doing my thing, whatever, I'm cool with it. But then if there's someone that wants to have a conversation, cool, let's have a conversation mm-hmm. as well. I'm good with that. But it was this year, even though I've been in business for since twenty sixteen. This was the year I actually pushed myself to be out, you know, in the interwebs, you know, for yeah. people to actually see me. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's a journey. And I decided to, I made that decision at the beginning of the year. Like, okay, let's do this. Isn't it weird seeing your face Bruh. like on, on the internet? And I stuff? hate, oh. you, know, you, you know what got me used to it? Is dancing and okay. watching my dance videos over and over. So I, had to, I got over my awkward faces I was making and the movements that I thought were not the right movement, even though they were right. But seeing it back, it's like, uh. So, so you don't <laughs> when you see when you see one of like the sponsored pages of of your your I your skip comp- it. I, don't. I skip it. Oh, bro. I can't. <laughs> oh, I can't stand it, bro. I cannot stand it. Uh, like, ah, yeah, it's cringy. Yeah, but that I would say that is something that you have to get over. Yeah. And I think that comes with also what we're talking about, social media and mm-hmm. all this stuff like that. You're sometimes I think if I'm not at this level, mm-hmm. then I shouldn't do anything at all. And that's that keeps us that keeps us bound. Right. And, I had to fight that. Mm-hmm. Starting this pod. I'm like, who do I think I am? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know? Exactly. But I think I, I did it because just Pure obedience, you know, yeah. to what I feel God is telling me to do, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of whatever it is that I actually want to do. Like, I need to do the thing that I was called to do. It was going to eat you up until you did it, too. Yes. It would. It would have. 
because this is this has been a year in planning in my head this podcast and it has changed two times (laughs) as far as like the direction you know and when i sat on this direction i was like all right this is this is the move you know Mm. so you know what else happens with that is like when you're supposed to do something i don't know i feel like i feel like god starts showing you all the people doing it wrong and you looking at it like oh. yeah yeah and that's just my judgmental self coming out <laughs> i feel like if you would have started your podcast earlier mm-hmm. we wouldn't have all these red pill issues on the internet <laughs> <laughs> i think it'll still be there <laughs> be- because because be- be- oh, <laughs> because man. you stifled your gift all right <laughs> I was talking I was talking with my 11-year-old nephew yeah. last night. And and of course he was joking, but he was talking red pill talk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Dude, where where did you where did you get this stuff from?" Yeah. He says, "On the internet, it's everywhere." Oh man. He's, it's everywhere, Uncle Isaiah. And I'm like, "Freaking Akin did start his <laughs> podcast." Here we are though. <laughs> Yeah. Well, hopefully we can <laughs> save some people after this. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so putting yourself out there. Yeah. You know, although it is uncomfortable for people, mm-hmm. um, I think we have to push past whatever uncomfortability that we have, mm-hmm. push past the fear, you know, being afraid of what people think about us. Mm-hmm. Honestly, people don't think about us the way we think people think about us. Yeah. They think more about themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so um, pushing past that barrier and actually doing what it is that you've been called to. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is much easier said than done, of right. course. But I think it's obviously important. Definitely. Definitely. So that's number three. Mm-hmm. It's that fourth step. So the first step was business plan. Second, second step was a centralized location. Mm-hmm. Third step, putting yourself out there. Um, fourth step, continue just to be consistent in every area and really dissecting and learning every aspect of what it's going to take for you to be successful in your business and in your calling for sure. your vision. You have to. Be, I I believe mm-hmm. you have to be willing to do everything. Yeah, that's a good point. Because not being consistent, especially in this, again, I keep coming back to the digital world because that's where I'm at, <laughs> is um, if we are not out there, you become irrelevant sometimes. Yeah. And I was watching a video of, you know, Jay Holiday. You know, yeah. this was, yeah. I was in high school when it came up with that song, you know, Put You to Bed and all that. This is 2008 or something. I watched a video of him last night. I'm like, is this Jay Holiday or is this someone else? You know what I mean? Because it hasn't been around. Yeah. He hasn't really done yeah. much in the music space, at least that I know of. And then now I see this video come up and <laughs> reading the comments was like the funniest thing ever. It happens all the time. Yeah. Though. And he could sing though. I, yeah, absolutely. Talent, Talent is, there. is there, but the consistency of, you know, showing up was not there. But we don't pay anything for our talent. Yeah. Mm. God gave that God gave us our talent, man. Yeah. And that's that's one of my hugest passions is like I even I try to check myself with this. When when people lead with their talent, mm-hmm. it's like, bro, that's whack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you're not dope, right. Isaiah, because you can play the guitar. God, right. God gave you that. Right. True. What did you do with that talent, Isaiah? Mm-hmm. What did you build from that? That's what makes you dope. Mm-hmm. Like God is dope for giving, for giving you, you the that. talent. Yeah. You become a dope son and daughter mm-hmm. when you start building on top of that talent. Um, That's a good point. Or you you will become irrelevant. Yeah. But that was because you were what was what is in Matthew twenty five that wick, wicked servant mm-hmm. who hid the talent, put it on the ground, didn't put do it anything the ground, with it because he had the bright idea of um, being <laughs> thinking for God. Yeah, he had the bright idea of making a financial decision for God. Right, right. <laughs> That's funny. You, you're <laughs> you're, you're going to conserve your talent. You're going to guard it. Yeah. I th- I think he was able to guard it before he gave it to you. Right. That's true. Go multiply it, make it yeah. make it something better. Yeah. And that's the thing is I've always said is regardless of what we use our talent for, you know, whether we use it for God or not, God was still the the talent giver. Yeah. And he still gives people talent regardless of if they use it. He's you gonna know, get to the glory regardless. Right. Comes back to him. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. All right. So we've covered the four. Yeah. You know what I mean? And those are not easy things to do, right? No. Um, I've met even some photographers that I know, killing it, dope space, you know. They have their own look, but still, no LLC. Mm-hmm. So that's it's almost like a, what are you doing? You know, we have to, as creatives, we have to understand the business side of things, mm-hmm. you know. So let's talk about your brand. Yeah. I grew a brand. Yes. I remembered, so we actually launched... Beginning of this year, right? Yeah. 2023. Yeah. This man texted me <laughs> at the end of 2020, you know, saying, hey, I have an idea. In my head, I'm like, I bet we're going to do this. It's going to launch in like five months. This was a year and a half, almost two years in the making. Yeah. When you brought me in, the I know launch. you were probably even yeah. planning yeah. before then. So take us through that journey. The journey of me reaching out to you or the journey of iGuru brand? The journey of iGuru brand. Okay. (laughs) Because I know it's longer than. Yeah. (laughs) Well, iGuru brand, it started when when I graduated. It was about sophomore year of college. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to Arizona State University. Shout out. Sun Devils? Sun Devils. We should probably change that name. Um, That's a different topic. <laughs> and I I wanted to be a psychiatrist because mm. obviously I, I love um, the mind. I feel like that's why I would gel. Do you know I have my degree in psychology? I don't know if you know that. I, I knew you were in, we were in the same department because okay. you went to the same campus. Yeah. True. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I did not know specifically that it was psychology, yeah. but it makes sense now. Yes. You <laughs> sly fox. <laughs> Um, so about halfway through, I was like, I'm a musician, Mm. but I, obviously I'm, I'm also a a really logical person Mm -hmm. and I was never okay with being broke. (laughs) Yes. I, that, that just never sat well in my spirit. Mm. And I was like, I'm not going to go into a profession where I can't make upwards of, you know, six figures. Mm. No way, point blank, period. So I was like, okay, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna be a psychiatrist and I'm gonna have this music stuff on the side because right. I got this gift, you know. <laughs> so, you know, we'll we'll do this on the side. I'm halfway through through college, it's my sophomore year, and I'm like literally spending more time with music mm. than I'm doing on my school. And I and I excelled. Like and I'm spending more time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't live without being able to do do this and create and push push the envelope. Mm. So I was like, how do I how do I how do I make this work? Because I can't be broke. For sure. <laughs> I can't do that. For sure. I'm sorry. Um so I was like, I'm gonna finish, finish my undergrad. Um, my degree is in social and behavioral sciences, anthropology, psychology, and psychology. Mm-hmm. So I finished, finished my degree, all that, all that good stuff. And I was like, I'm going to work in the space, and I'm also gonna utilize my academic training to see how I can, from a sociological standpoint. Mm-hmm push the envelope in the creative space. Wow. How did you come up with that? Because people will see psychology, sociology, and then creativity mm-hmm. on two different spectrums. Yeah. How did you figure out that you could actually collide those two together? Paying attention in my classes. <laughs> <laughs> no, l- literally, um, the studies. Mm-hmm. Everything... Our, our societies are sociologically engineered. Yes. Our business spaces are sociologically engineered. You you have civil scientists. Mm. Like, nothing just happens out of nowhere. True. And studying the creative space, I think we have a lot of faces. Mm-hmm that we may believe are creating the spaces, mm-hmm. but they're not. And I'm going to unpack that. When you talk to the average musician, mm-hmm. they may bring up the names, Jay-Z, right. Right. You know, the Adam Blackstones of the world. And these are, these are great individuals. Um, or some, other, some, some orchestrator or, or musician or, mm-hmm. you know, stage face. Gotcha. When these are not the ones that are creating the environment, mm. I see they found a niche right within a infrastructure that was created by a social scientist. Wow. So, um, I said, why not? Why not be? If I have this gift, mm-hmm. and I'm already. God has already a plan for me in terms of stages or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, yada yada whoop de whoop. I don't have to work on that. Right. <laughs> right. That's a different way of thinking, man. Not a lot of us think that way. That's good. And I'm not saying That's I good. don't work on perfecting my musicianship. Right. I work on perfecting my musicianship in context with the vision that I want to create in the space. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay. So sociology, psychology. Mm-hmm. Now we're what? Senior year? Yeah. Graduated. Senior year graduated, got out, 
started started working in social work, doing musician work, guitar stuff mm-hmm. around town, taking shows, you know, doing various things of that nature. Did that for a few years. Started making some, started making some decent money for mm-hmm. a young man, you know. Um, <laughs> I think it was probably be about three or four years of making decent money. Gotcha. Doing taxes myself. Right. So I get to a point where I'm, where I'm making okay money, and in 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 uh, I think this was more so like a naive sense. Mm. But I also wanted to make sure all my stuff was good. You know, I wanted to make sure that IRS was never going to come after me. So I so I started going to CPA. Nice. First time I went to a CPA, man. Do do you know that feeling when when you're in trouble? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's like you see someone's name pop up and you're like, "What did I do?" Yes. 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 I I hadn't felt like that since I got reprimanded by my parents. <laughs> like I felt this small mm-hmm. in the best way. Yeah. It's probably one of the best lessons ever. Do you so, think as creatives, mm-hmm. that's why some of us don't push that envelope? Because when we have a gift, right, mm-hmm. and we're really good at that gift, yeah. we're on top of the world. But yeah. then when we try to do something that we don't really understand and we feel small, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you think that's why some of us shy away from actually understanding that side of things. Absolutely, and I and that's kind of why I said started off the conversation with therapy mm. because a lot of times our gifts are our drug, mm. and we hold on to that and we get high off of it. <laughs> yeah, we get high off of it, and we become really dependent on it, and nothing else matters mm. until we're forty-five and almost homeless, and then the devil came after us. Wow, N- no, nah, I don't think the devil did that, bro. Yeah, you just didn't plan. You you continue to to sweep things under the rug mm-hmm. because Isaiah, you liked the feeling right. of somebody taking a picture of you while you're on stage with whatever artist. Yeah. And you like those likes that you were getting on Instagram, and you like those those the attention that you got from mm-hmm. it. And no one could tell you that you were anything less because somebody's always giving you a call, yeah, to to utilize your gift, mm-hmm. something that you didn't work for. That's true. Wow. Okay. So. Got my first tax spanking <laughs> when I was <laughs> when I was around twenty five. Okay. Um, and it took me a few years. Mm-hmm. It took me a few years to recover, and that was a that was a extremely humbling experience. And then I started reaching out to other well known musicians and mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and business people about their tax experiences. And about their business acumen and what right. they have going on. And I'm like, oh my goodness, it's Armageddon out here. Mm-hmm. Like, we really need to get our act together. Right. There's, there's no way, and I'm not just talking about taxes, mm-hmm. I'm talking about organizing yourself yeah. and being something legitimate. There's no way that there shouldn't be 
pop-ups of resources in every city. Like it, you shouldn't have to go to Berkeley or you know, Music Musicians Institute in LA to right. get some education. You know what I mean? True. On and I'm not just talking about musicians. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about small business owners, mm-hmm. creatives. Yeah. There needs to be actual resources that are readily available that will work with all levels. So this was when I was around 25 and mm-hmm. started started trying to formulate how does this look? Yeah. How do I work this out? How do I bring this to life? Um while continuing to work, mm-hmm. while continuing to manage, you know, little properties and stuff like that, while continuing to be a resource to my family, while continuing to make sure I'm moving forward in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And then once I developed my actual plan Mm -hmm. for launching it and bringing it to life, then I reached out to you because you have that eye and you have this uncanny gift Mm. of being able to hear something and wake it up. Mm. That's your thing. I didn't know that was my thing for the longest time. <laughs> you know, like I kept trying to find find it out, but it's good to hear. Yeah. 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 And it's also funny how a lot people the people on the outside mm-hmm. see your see a clear picture of your gift than you do. True. It's true. In a lot of cases. Yeah. That's why it's good to ask people. Absolutely. Like, what do you think? You know, and that's what I, I've had to learn is, like, trusting a group of people that know you mm-hmm. and that see you, you know, and asking them. Rather than wh- thinking to yourself, this is what I'm going to do, it's like, no, what are you actually good at? And push that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's also it, it also helps if those individuals that are around you are also excellent at what they do. Totally. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I I value you because um you know, the meeting that we had in 2020, I feel like that was like a real awakening for me. It's like, okay, if this thing is not launching till um, you know, was it 2020 or was it 21? I, I can't remember. Track, I lost track. Yeah. <laughs> May have been at the end of 20. End of 20. Yeah. Um you know, if this isn't launching for like another couple of years, but we're having this meeting now, imagine the the level of planning that that it took. Yeah. You know, so from there, I took a I took a page in your book, you know, and started like actually, I feel like honestly, like working with you, has helped make me the better creative that I am. And that's dope to hear, bro. Yeah. That's dope to so, hear. I appreciate that. Love being able to be in environments where. There's reciprocity. Right. And I'm not just talking about like financial or whatever. It's, I think that's real economy mm-hmm. is when <laughs> I have a corn farm, you're a butcher, you mm-hmm. know, other person makes quilts, right. the other person has this farm or that farm or does this or that. And we have genuine relationship. Mm-hmm. 
genuine relationship, not based on what you can give, right. but your level of dedication to what it is that you do. Mm-hmm. I, I can't trust somebody that isn't building something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I think a lot of business people and movers and shakers in this world are that way too. I mean, a lot of creatives and entrepreneurs are looking for opportunities. Mm-hmm. But the people that can give you opportunities, the entities that can give you opportunities, aren't really looking to people that aren't building right. something. It, it, right. it could be something very small, but yeah. if you're not building something, right. I don't know what you're doing. Right. I don't know exactly. what direction you're trying to go in. Yeah, it's that thing of, you know, in order for someone to believe in you, you have to believe in yourself first, yes. you know, yes. and truly push that. So, yeah, man, I don't think we've actually gone into any other questions to had written up. <laughs> but this has been good, bro. I mean, we've had longer conversations. We have, man. we have, you know, and I think that's why it's natural because we, act, we do this on a daily basis, yeah. you know what I mean? We just talk. And so <clears throat> looking through everything that you've accomplished, everything that you've done, um, this could be funny. This could be whatever it is. Na- give me, give us a story where it was like, oh man, I made this big mistake. You know. Now looking back at it, it is funny, mm-hmm. and you could actually laugh at it. Yeah. Outside of the tax stuff, <laughs> man, bro, that that felt so bad. I yeah. I wish I I need to make a movie out of that. We need mm, to make a movie definitely. one of these days. We need to make because I'm thinking, and this isn't the story, but yeah. I'm I gotta go back to that because yeah. that that was a big turning point for me. Okay, I'm walking in the CPA office like, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm getting everything, you know. I'm just making sure everything cool, you know, right. you know, right. brush up the fine edges. And that CPA pulled down my financial pants <laughs> and whooped my behind. <laughs> And this, you know, yeah. And, and I'm not saying I'm I'm not old. I'm, right. I'm 32. Mm-hmm. But I really was a hothead. Mm. It's funny. It's yeah. funny now. It's funny looking back. But at it. that was so necessary. Yeah. Um, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, something funny. Collecting rent is always hilarious. It is always hilarious, man. Yeah. Um. Okay, I have this one story. <laughs> oh my goodness. So this particular individual, this was a condo, a condo property. I bought a few properties. Mm-hmm. Um on that note, yeah. I remember when I bought my first property. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I texted you or I called you. You did, you you called me. I called you. Yeah. I can't remember when I knew you were actually in the real estate space, uh-huh. but I just I've been around other people that are like, oh, they're renting from you, yeah. like friends that we yeah. you know that we have, and when even though I've seen my parents buy a house, you know, I've seen my brother buy a house, you know, mm-hmm. is my brother's like four years older than me, but like someone my age, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, that's why I called you. I'm like, okay, this is probably the guy that I that I should call yeah. to figure out all these questions that I have in my head. You know, as to which area I should I should go. So yeah. I, I remember calling you. I was in my parents' kitchen, yeah. making that call. That's dope. Man. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, but I don't like to say that I'm in the 
real estate space, the only reason why we created something for that is because mm. I've gotten a lot of calls like that. Yes. And I think there's a lot of people that have a few properties or right. whatever, you know what I mean, and are, are renting and stuff like that. But a lot of people get in some bad situations, especially people our age. Yeah. Um, get in some, ba- some bad situations because they watch something and they just think about all the people who bought Airbnbs and all right. that. They should have took iGrew, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Shameless plug. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So collecting rent. Yes. <laughs> oh, so this was this was probably my this was my second year into renting. Mm-hmm. So this condo that I had, I did not buy it as a real estate property. I brought it as a primary residence. Okay. And then I moved out. Mistake. Don't yes. do that. Yeah. Don't do that. You got to pay taxes on Go to igurubrand.com. The real estate course is in there. Yes. Um. So it's not something that you can really get backing for with legislation mm-hmm. if you're not doing everything by the book. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm going to collect rent from from this individual. And I've had I've had several properties. So if you're looking at this and think I'm talking about you <laughs> I don't I don't think these individuals um they live outside of the country now. So yeah. I'm not talking about anybody gotcha. that may be looking at this podcast. For sure. But this particular individual had not paid for like two months, uh-huh. and uh, they had a they had a baby. Mm-hmm. They had a baby in the house. And this is we we not in a recession or anything like mm-hmm. that. But collecting rent is just hilarious. Yeah. So I so I go I have to go directly to the the condo now. Like that's not fun. Mm-hmm. You don't ever want to be in those positions, but this is a part of it too. Right. You have to get your money somehow. Right. People literally can homestead, y'all. Like yeah. this, it's it's not a game out here. Yeah. Especially since the pandemic. Yep. Anyways. Yep. So I go, <laughs> I go to the grill. I don't got nothing on me, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got nothing on me, man. And and this individual, probably, probably a good six eleven. Mm, wow, six eleven. So I'm like, I'm like, hey man, like a knock on the door. Yeah, hey, I, I get it. I've heard it all, but you know, gotta 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 get my bread, man. Yeah. I glance down to this dude's feet. <laughs> This was when this was when Yeezy just came out, bro. Oh, man. Yeezy just came out, bro. Bro. Bro, when I tell you every bit of me wanted to go directly to Cabela's <laughs> at that point in time. Those things was fresh off the shelf. Bro. Oh man. And he just looks at me like, ain't got it, bro. <laughs> That's the line too. I ain't got hey, it. <laughs> hey, hey, you know how people do that? I ain't got like, it. Like that's literally what he <laughs> yeah. did. His his daughter's in the running around. Yeah. Happy little kid. Right. 
She wasn't experiencing poverty. <laughs> she probably had some issues she wasn't, too. <laughs> she wasn't experiencing poverty at all. Yeah. He says to me, it was it was more so like he was laughing in my mm-hmm. face. Like, hey. Which I, yeah. What I'm supposed to do, man? Got it. <laughs> you can give me those shoes, bro. Right. That's what you can do. Right. Anyway, so. Oh, man. That's a. Uh, that's that's a funny one. That's wild. Oh, isn't it? That's wild. Oh, dude. I'm sure that's even more of a thing now, obviously, after 2020. Oh, know? I know people. I've heard stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know people that haven't got paid since 2020. That's wild. For certain properties. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like that's why That's why I didn't rent my my other space out. I just sold it, bro. I'm like, I, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Get out of a situation, yeah. Yeah. So, no, nah, I get it, bro. I don't know if there's like you you want advice for any entrepreneurs or people yes. that are at this this particular level of the game. Yes, definitely. Let's um, let's, let's give them some wisdom, you know. That was your word, not mine. Yeah. I don't profess to have any wisdom or yeah, anything do, like bro. that. But I would encourage people to continue to look within and stop waiting on opportunities. Mm. Like, good. That's that's something that I've seen has been so huge, especially for our generation. Right. Is even when you talk with people, all oh, such and such is dope because they got a call or mm-hmm. they're they're with this person or they're doing that or they're doing this or they're doing that. Or what happens if such and such calls you? What happens if you call yourself? Right. What happens if you hold yourself accountable to how dope you can be? It's good. If if I want to be the Quincy Jones of the 21st century, mm-hmm. what happens if he calls me today and asks me to write a symphony yeah. for the Philharmonic Orchestra? Right. Am I ready? Right. What are you doing with that gift? What are you doing with that gift? Yes. And there is plenty to do to with do. your gift. There is a lot. Yes, sir. There's plenty to do it. Dissect it to the... Lowest common denominator, I promise you, you will be working 60 to 90 hours a week. Definitely. That's that's what it feels like. <laughs> I feel like I'm constantly working because obviously, you know, I have a full-time job yes. as well. And I mean, sometimes people, is that thing of, are you a full-time entrepreneur or, you know, are you a part-time? Is there such thing as a part-time entrepreneur? I don't know. Like, you know, are obviously. Are you a full-time entrepreneur? I do know that. What does I've, that mean? I don't know. Maybe not having a nine to five. I don't know. A lot of people use those words, so I'm not like. So do know. they mean like you? You don't have a W two. Yeah. Like, the internet, bro, is right, bad. Right. But yeah. get your algorithm together too, y'all. <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's extremely important. Yeah, your man. algorithm is. Yeah, and I think there's nothing wrong with people, and I think people battle with that. It's like it's either I have a nine to five or I'm an entrepreneur. So it's like you could do both. You don't have to choose. Yeah. You could do both and be okay, and be successful at both. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's just back to what you first said: managing your time properly. Yeah, you know, would help you being efficient. Yeah, but you you can't you can't manage your time if you haven't budgeted your yeah. time. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, totally. like you have to sit down and figure out what you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times have you you printed off your credit card statement? Yeah. And, and like looked at it like. What am I doing with my life? Yep. Like, what is going on? Yep. I think that's what a lot of people are 
tend to do with their time, especially mm-hmm. people trying to figure out entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. being a full-time employee and all this. Like, all of that is like a bunch of goulash and gibberish. Yeah. Stop trying to make sense of all that and just get to just work. Just do something. <laughs> get you to know, work. Yeah. Just do something. Bro, appreciate it, man. This has been good. This appreciate has been good. I don't know. Is there anything else you'd like to leave leave us with? I don't know if I've asked you all the no, questions and, no, man. and all that. No, just continue encouraging people to not, you know, not limit themselves and mm-hmm. and not and be easier on yourself. Yeah. Quit judging yourself so hard. That's that's no a good one. Point. No one really cares. We're no not that cares. important, bro. Yeah. No one <laughs> not cares. Not that important. Yes, sir. Hey, where can people find you? You can go to igurubrand.com. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be some new changes coming in 2024. Yes, sir. Um, you also can go to igurubrand on Instagram. That's that'll probably have a lot more action mm-hmm. on a daily basis. In 2024, um, I I am part-time with Church for the Nations. Mm-hmm. I'm there weekly. Um, we do a lot of work there. Got a lot of stuff going on. We work together we work there. work together, yes. Um, Church for the Nations, Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Those are the centralized points. Yes, sir. For now. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for having this conversation. Hopefully, you know, someone hears this and they take something out of it. Hopefully they do. And if they don't, God bless them. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So thank you guys for watching this episode of the Creative Damn Pod. We will see you on the next one.